Hey, hey friend. Okay, so today's episode is going to be on four steps to breaking free in a moment of self-judgment, self-criticism, when that inner critic is feeling so loud, four different tools, practices, nuggets to keep in mind or to try out. Okay. And this is actually a live recording. I decided to randomly go live over on Instagram and in my Facebook community for this recording. So you're going to hear a little bit of that. This is a live recording, but I'm so excited to share today's episode with you on these four different ways to handle a moment of self-judgment or a moment of self-criticism. I hope you love them. But before we dive into that, I do want to share with you one last reminder. We are coming up on the final days to take advantage of the early bird perks if you save your spot early for bloom. If you are in a space, my friend, where you're so ready to start feeling more confident, I invite you to check out Bloom, my group coaching program. So Bloom is a space for big hearted, recovering self-doubters, recovering people pleasers who are ready to burn all of the masks, to burn all of the filters, to shatter all of the limiting boxes that you have been placed in that you have been trying to keep yourself in and a place to step into radical self-love and radical confidence. And I could not be more excited for this round. We've had a couple of rounds of bloom before this. And every time I get feedback, I implement what the women are sharing with me about how I can possibly improve. And so I just been over here for weeks refining elevating, upgrading your experience. And I cannot wait. So I want you to imagine having eight weeks of a literal dedicated go-to community coach space to grow your confidence. I am so excited. So what we're going to be focusing on is throughout the eight weeks, you are going to be building your own personal, individualized confidence and self-love growing toolkit that is based in psychology, based with, you know, brain science, based in amazing tools that I have learned as a therapist, being in the mental health field, also my own journey. And we're going to be integrating spirituality as well, which I am so excited for. So I want you to imagine that throughout the eight weeks, we are going to be creating daily healthy routines that are going to help you grow your confidence. You're going to get into new rhythms and flows. You're going to get to practice speaking up for yourself. You're going to get so clear on who the heck you want to be. Who are you at your core, your truest, most authentic, most confident, most badass self? Who is she? How does she want to show up in life? Who does she want to be? Like, how does she show up at work? How does she show up in her relationships? How does she show up in life? Who is she? Deep diving into her, okay? And then from there, practicing all of the skills to help you start stepping into and embodying her. So we're going to be releasing, releasing, breaking free, shattering these old patterns, these old limiting beliefs, these old behavior patterns of how you show up, how you interact, the people pleasing, the self-doubt, and stepping into showing up, speaking up for yourself, setting boundaries, knowing who you are, how you want, making choices that feel so good for you, even if you're worried about what other people might think, 
oh, okay, okay. So eight weeks of community with like-minded women, coaching with me, meditations, affirmations, journaling prompts. I am so excited. There's a very specific theme and focus every week. So for example, one week we're focusing on people-pleasing. One week we're focusing on your inner critic and self-doubt. One week we're focusing on the nervous system and soothing kind of more of those body-based experiences when we're in self-doubt, when we're ruminating, when we're overthinking. So, so many amazing tools. Of course, you have that community space coaching with me every week as you're learning new tools, practicing them, implementing them. And if you save your spot before June 1st, you get a free bonus one-on-one call with me. Two weeks of individual coaching, like voice and text coaching with me, our own individual chat to really support you in whatever you're moving through as you're practicing these new skills. And then you also get 10% off the program if you save your spot by June 1st. So if you are in a space, my friend, where you are ready to break free from comparing yourself, from doubting yourself, from being so hard on yourself, from those people-pleasing patterns, and you're so ready to start feeling more confident in who you are, how you want to show up, making choices for yourself, speaking up, this is the space for you. So head to freeandwell.org slash bloom for more info to save your spot or feel free to DM me with any questions. Hey, sweet friend, welcome to the free and well podcast. I am so glad you're here. Are you ready to start growing your confidence and knowing that you are enough? Are you ready to stop being so hard on yourself, second guessing yourself and putting off those amazing goals you have? Hey friend, I'm Devani. I'm a recovering perfectionist and people pleaser. I'm a therapist, life coach, and a dog mom. And I remember being right where you are. I'm on a mission to share with you powerful faith and psychology-based tools to help you start being kinder to yourself, start creating consistent, positive, healthy routines, and start setting healthy boundaries. It's time for you to break free from self-doubt and your inner critic. You are worthy and enough just as you are today. And even though I'm a therapist, This show is for educational purposes only. Information from this show is not a substitute for mental health or medical treatment. All right, my friend, it is your time. Let's dig in and take some real, authentic, perfectly imperfect action together. Let's go. Amazing. Okay. So I think we are all set up. Perfect. Okay. Awesome. If anyone has any issues hearing me or anything, please let me know. Okay. I'm so excited. So what I'm doing, I'm just over here. Hey, hey, thanks for joining. I'm over here doing a couple of podcast recording 
and I was like, I'm just going to go live um, with one episode that I'm doing, and it's on four steps to be kinder to yourself, four steps to stop being so hard on yourself, and I was like, I'm just going to do this live and see if anyone wants to join, share, give me questions, give me thoughts. I would love to answer things along the way, love your feedback, Um, because podcasting, I'm obsessed with it. I love it. I put out two episodes a week but it can get kind of lonely, right? So like I'm, I'm creating content. I want to share, um, want to connect with you guys more in real time. So that's why I'm here popping in today. So I'm going to go ahead and just dive on in. So what we're talking about today are four steps to be less hard on yourself, right? So four steps to start being kinder to yourself and really in a moment of self-criticism, how to break free from that in the moment and step into self-compassion, how to step into more confidence, more authenticity, more self-compassion in that moment. So that's what I'm going to be walking you through today. So why this is so important, um, it's something that I've talked to so many of you guys about, so many of you about related to we're really hard on ourselves, right? Like we have these unrealistic expectations of our productivity, of what we should be able to accomplish, what we should be able to do. Uh, We have a tough moment. We mess up. We make a mistake. And then we're really hard on ourselves. And I think so many of us want to learn to be gentler. We want to learn how to be kinder. We want to learn how to do these things. And it can feel really difficult And also feel, if we're being really honest, it can feel kind of unnatural, right? So many of us never learned how to do that when we were younger. And so we get to do this beautiful, this beautiful thing where now as adults, we get to learn how to do this. We get to learn how to be kinder to ourselves. So let me know below if you are joining, say hi, say hello. This is exactly why I wanted to come live instead of just recording on my computer by myself. So let me know if you're joining. Uh, Send some hearts or a wave. Just let me know you're here. So number one, number one. So we're talking about four steps, how to move into self-compassion in a moment of self-criticism. Okay, four steps. Number one is acknowledging, okay, acknowledging. Actually, first thing I want us to ask is where do I notice self-criticism comes up the most for me? Where do I notice that self-criticism comes up the most for me? Where am I the toughest on myself? Where do I notice the most judgment for myself? Is it in, you know, maybe it's at work, maybe it's at home, maybe it's in your relationships, maybe it's when you're trying to meet new people. Noticing what this looks like for you. And if you've been around at all in, in my space or listening to the podcast, I am so about giving you all of these reflection prompts on like, what does this really look like for you, right? And that's of course so much of what I do in my coaching work, but asking yourself, where do I notice this coming up the most for me? This self-judgment, this self-criticism, where do I notice this coming up the most for me? So number one, what we want to think about is really just acknowledging the fact that your conscious mind is attached and can get kind of stuck in these identities that we've adopted, right? So over time, throughout different experiences that we have, we start to gain ideas about who we are. I'm this way, I'm that way, I'm not this, I'm not that. We get attached to these things, and sometimes that can be helpful, but in a lot of ways, it can really end up being really confining and 
and also can just kind of lead us to feeling really stuck. So if we notice in these moments, our conscious mind is getting attached and stuck in these boxed identities of who we are. And a really good way to start noticing this is noticing when the mind is saying, I am, I am, okay? So noticing that our mind gets into these patterns of thinking, ways of thinking, where we end up, we end up just being really tough on ourselves. We get into these thinking patterns, these thinking patterns, these ways of believing who we are, who we are not, what we are capable of, what we are not, right? And so often what can happen in these moments when we're being really hard on ourselves is there's some type of identity or some type of who we believe we should be, how we should be showing up that we're stuck in, that our mind is trying to make sure that we're fitting into and we're not. And we're not, right? So number one, noticing where that is coming up for you. Noticing where that is coming up for you. So step number two, step number two is reconnecting with your true self. And so if we're looking at how can we be kinder to ourselves, how can we be less hard on ourselves, one of the ways that we can do that is by really reconnecting with who are we. What are the uppercase T truths that we believe about ourselves? Because often in these moments, we're getting really attached to our flaws, to our humanity, right? Parts of us that just exist because we're human. We're getting really attached to our mistakes, our shortcomings. We're noticing our mind is honing in on what we could be doing better, what we could be doing differently, right? In these moments of self-judgment. And so we want to reconnect with and even just start building awareness around like, what do I truly believe about who I am, right? And that's so much of, you know, when I talk about the approach that I use is faith-friendly psychology, spirituality-friendly psychology, like the idea of what do you genuinely believe bigger picture-wise about your being, about your existence here? And for me, what that sounds like and looks like is that genuinely believing that you are so loved and you are whole and you are perfect and you are good just as you are. Reconnecting with a truer vision of your identity and what we're doing is we're zooming out of, you know, the mind, the mind sometimes zooms in on what we could be doing better, what we could be doing differently. It starts getting really critical, right? And what we're doing in this moment is we are zooming out and asking ourselves, what are the truths that I believe about who I am, about the value that I bring to the world, about how cared I am, how cared for I am, about how loved I am. Reconnecting zooming out of that criticism, zooming out of that, and looking at yourself from a bigger perspective, tuning into those bigger uppercase T truths about who you are. Tuning into those bigger truths. Number three, step number three about how we can start being kinder to ourselves in a moment of criticism is tuning into how God sees you. Tuning into how God sees you and how God sees this situation. 
Because again, in this moment of self-criticism, our mind is zooming in on all of the things that we could be doing better, what we did wrong, what we, right? All of these things. And so we're zooming out and asking yourself in that moment, how does God see me in this moment? And how might God see this situation? Of course, we don't have the answer to that, but it's really just asking how might God, like what are some ways that God might see this situation? And that one's really, really powerful. Because again, it's, it's pulling us out of this moment when we are intertwined, when we are intertwined with our self-criticism, when that inner critic has taken over and we are intertwined in it, we are in the throes of it, we are in the weeds with it. And what we're doing here in all of these four steps that I'm sharing with you is that we are zooming out. We are taking a step back you're taking a step back and we are looking at different perspectives and getting some clarity, getting some space, getting some truth about ourselves, about this situation. So number one was really acknowledging, really acknowledging is the mind kind of sticking me in some boxes here? Is the mind really just being really hard on me? Number two, reconnecting with your true self, the truths that you believe about yourself, the truths that you believe about yourself. You are loved, you are perfect, you are good, you are whole, you are worthy, you are deserving. Like what are these truths that you believe about yourself? Tuning into those in these moments. And then number three is tuning into how God sees you and how God might see this situation. And whatever that looks like for you, that could look like a lot of different things, right? But really being willing to zoom out and get some perspective here, get some perspective. And then number four step that I want to share with you here is having a regular mindfulness practice, having a regular mindfulness practice. So what that could look like is you regularly are meditating. You are regularly, you know, have some type of breathing practice. And why this is important, why this is important is because in all of this, in all of this and everything that we talk about here in this space together is that we are wanting to gain awareness of what the mind is doing. Because the mind, the mind is a thought generating machine. The mind literally just creates ideas, creates thoughts. That's literally what it's here to do. And so what we want to be doing is building awareness, building awareness around the fact that thoughts roll in and thoughts roll out, building that muscle of being able to let your thoughts roll in and your thoughts roll out versus getting attached to every thought that comes in, analyzing it, taking it in, getting into the weeds with it, going down the rabbit holes. Meditation and mindfulness allow us to build muscles to notice that our thoughts are just thoughts. Our thoughts are just thoughts. This critical part of you is just part of you. It's just part of you. It is not you, right? And your truest self, your truest self is this outer entity, not outer, but this other part of you 
that is observing the thoughts, right? You aren't your thoughts because you're observing your thoughts. And so it's so powerful in these moments, all of these practices that I just shared with you are really in support of helping you notice when thoughts are coming up and zooming out from them, getting space, getting some, what's the term that I'm looking for? Getting space, getting perspective, instead of being in the weeds with these thoughts. Okay, so reviewing these four steps. One, noticing, noticing when this comes up for you, noticing what this looks like for you, noticing the I am's, if, you're, if your mind is kind of shooting you, right? If your mind's going into should mode, telling you that you should be able to do this, you should be doing more of this, you should be doing better, noticing when that's happening. And it's almost like there's, there's this identity mismatch going on where our mind gets really attached to identities that we've experienced or identities that we've taken on even through maybe failures or mistakes or experiences. And it's so powerful for us to be able to zoom out and realize that there is so much more to us than those experiences, so much more to us than the identities, you know, that we've adopted, the hats that we've put on, the limits, the boxes that we've placed ourselves in, right? So number one, noticing those. Number two, reconnecting. And even noticing what you truly believe about who you truly are. Reconnecting with your true self. What do you genuinely believe about who you are, what you're here for? That you are loved, that you are perfect, that you are good, that you are whole reconnecting with these truths. And maybe that might look like for you too, and I'm going to record a podcast episode on this right after this, is um, some affirmations around this, like a meditation practice and some affirmations around exactly that, reconnecting with your true self. Because when that inner critic comes in, it starts trying to tell us all these things about who we are, what we should be doing better, what we're doing wrong, where we're dropping the ball, all of these things it's like, those are, not, those are not true. Those are not true. And even if there is some nugget of truth to those, because sometimes there will be a nugget of truth to those, is it helpful for us to be in a space where we are listening to those thoughts and letting those thoughts be in the driver's seat? Is that helpful? And so when we're able to reconnect with what are the truths about who you are, what you believe about yourself, or even what you are willing to believe. As in, may we be open. May I be open. May I start believing that I am worthy. May I be open to believing that I am worthy. May I begin to practice, right? Like just even being open to that is huge. Being open to these things. Number three, tuning into how God sees you, how God might see this situation, and then the practice of meditation and mindfulness. Okay, so I want you to take a second and notice what is standing out to you here. Notice what is standing out to you here. We talked about these four steps, four pieces, four practices 
to use any moment of you being really tough on yourself and how to step into more empowerment, more confidence, more authenticity in these moments, more compassion. And so again, the practicals of what this may look like, maybe creating some affirmations for yourself around what do I genuinely believe about myself? Maybe this is starting to notice when your voice, when that inner critic is coming up and naming it. I'm noticing some criticism here. I'm noticing my inner critic is speaking right now. I'm noticing, right? Noticing that, naming that. Reconnecting with these truths that you want to believe, that you'd like to be open to believing. Reconnecting with those true things. Grounding in, maybe it's a grounding meditation, connecting you with the body, with the moment, coming back into the moment when that inner critic is so loud. Breathing, sitting on the ground, pressing your hands down, noticing the support, the connection of the earth below you, noticing that, tuning into what do I genuinely believe about myself, about what I'm here for, about who I can be, about these truths. What do I genuinely believe here? What does God say about this? How might God see this situation? Taking some breaths, soothing the nervous system. So many different practices that you can try out. So I want you to take a breath here. Take a breath here. Notice what is one practice that is standing out to you. One practice that is standing out to you that you want to give a try. Give a try. That you want to try out. And I want to let you know as well, my friend, that... Bloom, we are currently enrolling for our summer round of Bloom, which is my eight-week group coaching program, which is all around healing, healing these patterns of self-doubt, healing these patterns of people-pleasing and stepping into deeper authenticity and stepping into deeper confidence. So it's all around helping you heal these limiting patterns of people-pleasing and self-doubt and helping you feel confident as, helping you feel so confident helping you grow your confidence. So if you're in a place where you're so ready to people please less, to be able to set boundaries, to speak up, to worry less about what other people are thinking about you, or just kind of second guessing yourself, questioning yourself, playing conversations over in your head over and over again, wanting to say something, but you're holding yourself back. If you're so ready to heal those and start learning powerful, effective psychology-backed tools to start speaking up, setting boundaries, expressing yourself, being more in tune with how you're feeling, what you're wanting, how you want to show up, feeling so clear in who you want to be and in taking the steps to be her, to let her out, to start expressing these truer, more authentic, more confident parts of yourself that are already within you. They are already within you. And that's what we're going to be working on is how to start stepping into her, allowing us to be, allowing us to be, just allowing you to be, okay? So it's eight weeks, there's trainings, tools, meditations, affirmations, journaling, a community of like-minded women, coaching with me every week. I'm so excited. I am so, so excited. And if you join before June 1st, you get a free one-on-one -on -one call with me, two weeks 
of voice and text coaching. So that's like you and me chatting, coaching on what's coming up for you as you're practicing these new tools. And then you get 10% off the program as well if you join before June 1st. So if you're in a space where you want to spend eight dedicated weeks to getting more in tune with yourself, feeling so in tune with who you are, what you want, how you want to show up in your life, and learning the tools to actually start doing that, taking confident steps, speaking up confidently, being yourself, letting all the filters go, letting the masks go, just feeling more comfortable being you, this is the space for you, my friend. So we start June 29th, but again, if you join and save your spot before June 1st, you get all of those amazing bonuses. So you can head to freeandwell.org bloom to save your spot or feel free to DM me with any questions you have. Okay, I appreciate you so much. I hope you enjoyed this. Feel free to comment any thoughts, any questions. And again, June 1st, register before June 1st or DM me any questions. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope this episode spoke to you and encouraged you. And before you go, I have an online community that is just for you. Head to freeandwellcommunity.com and be sure to enter your email so you can be the first to hear about new episodes, to get Monday morning journal prompts, and to get special gifts from me. All right, my friend, I will see you at our next coaching coffee date. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day.